It's time to wake up, witches. I'm your host, Kat Adams, and I'm here to remind you that no matter where you're at in life, you're not stuck. Monday, brand new start of your week if you're listening to this on release date. But for me, it's actually the day after I recorded my last one. So my last podcast was recorded on a Saturday. Today's a Sunday, and I am feeling amazing because I'm trying to do a whole bunch of batch recording so I can take a little bit of a break and enjoy uh, this fall we have coming up instead of every week in recording, editing, marketing podcasts. So yesterday I talked about, or last week to you, I talked about visualization and affirmations. And today we're going to talk about meditation and gratitude. But I need to tell you first everything that's been going on since the last day, right? (laughs) Just since yesterday. I know I was bragging on my husband and I'm going to brag on him again because yesterday after I recorded my podcast, we were like, let's go out, let's go, you know, do our shopping, do our errands. And before we left, uh, I had a delivery on my front porch and I got it and he's like, here, open it. And it is a mug and it is the cutest thing ever. It says, Kat, I wish I could turn back the clock. I'd find you sooner and love you longer. That may not be your first date, your first kiss, or your first love, but I just want to be your last everything. I love you forever and always. And I was like, I cried. I cried. I cried twice yesterday. Just talking about, oh my gosh, how my life has changed from, you know, horrible relationship to having someone that truly loves me. And it's amazing. It is amazing if you're listening to this and you don't have that and you're stuck in a miserable relationship. Don't do that to yourself. Your life is way too short to be living in a relationship that doesn't leave you feeling fulfilled. Like, don't do that. Or maybe you want to be single. Hey, I am all for being single and lonely rather than being married and lonely. Because at least when you're single and lonely, you got some options there. So I truly hope if you're listening to this and you are in one of those relationships, it doesn't have to be toxic. Maybe it's just miserable. Maybe you two have grown and you're like, you know, no longer, you don't have that, you know, passion or intimacy. And no matter what you've tried, it's just not going to be there. Maybe you're more roommates or friends than, you know, lovers. And if that's working for you, fine. But if it's not, there are relationships out there where you can be, you can have your needs met a hundred percent. And I know a lot of people like to make fun of those couples who are like, eh, I've been married for 20 years, still all over each other. But we secretly all want that. And then a lot of people will say, oh no, no, that's just, that's not real. That doesn't happen. Let me tell you, that's fucking real. It's going on. Now I ain't been together with a D for 20 years, but it's going on four four years. We're going to go on an anniversary trip very, very soon to celebrate that four years. And 
I mean, we haven't lost like an ounce of passion at all. And we get questions, you know, from people we know. We got one yesterday. How do you how do you never argue? You know, we work from home. We both work from home. We're around each other 24-7 and we don't argue. We just get along. We laugh. We have fun. We had our date night last night. And let me tell you, every time we have a date night, it's like, oh my gosh, we have to cram in everything because we don't get many of them, everything into one night. And we had so much fun just hanging out, being together. And, you know, people ask us about that. And you just have to find someone who matches up with you in most areas. And especially like who's, you know, looking for the same things you are, whether that be uh, same goals or same uh, intimacy level and want that deeper connection and not just say, hey, I just want you as a servant, you know, to cook and clean or whatever. You know, I'm with the illusion of this family instead of actually want um, to go through this life with a partner that I can be deeply connected to. I don't know. I'm getting off here um, on a tangent. I'm not getting off here. That'd be weird. I'm getting off here on a different subject, but Anyways, I just had to share that because I talked about him in the podcast on my yesterday, but your last week. Just to back up the claims that you can have it too. You really freaking can. Now, one other thing we did last night, which we probably shouldn't have done this last night, but I started to see some stuff on the internet that was like, oh my gosh, now looking at that documentary on Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, maybe Johnny Depp is the abuser. And I was like, what's everybody talking about? And then I saw on Netflix that documentary is out. First of all, let me tell you, anyone who's ever been in a situation of abuse knew Johnny Depp is an abuser. And if they didn't, I don't know, maybe they're brainwashed. There's a lot of brainwashed women these days. I hate to say that, but there is. And I knew I actually wrote my book, You're Not Stuck, during that trial. And I wrote about it in there, how it's... Uh, someone in the documentary said, this is the patriarchy at work, right? Demonizing Amber Heard, whatever. And boosting up Johnny like he's some freaking saint. And maybe, you know, this documentary will show that, hey, a lot of you assholes out there who demonized Amber Heard might be wrong. You know, it's the same with a Brett Kavanaugh and, uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember her name. You know that it was all over the news, their little, their trial where, you know, people wanted to be like, oh no, she's just wanting the money, blah, blah, blah. And no one believed her. It's kind of like the same thing all over again. But if you have ever been the victim of abuse and you see those videos of Johnny, you know, and you hear it in his voice, he's definitely an abuser. Now, is Amber Heard um, innocent? I don't know. She sounded a little bit toxic too. All right, in those uh, recordings. But still, I stand by my claim. Like, everyone got it all wrong because they wanted to be like, oh, you know, Johnny, you know, he's like America's uh, sweetheart. We, he can't be an abusive man, blah, blah, blah. But if you watch the documentary, man, he has got some major narcissistic vibes. And the part that got me, the part that got me was when she was talking about his black eyes. Now, some of you probably got chill bumps 
when I said that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you have been in a dangerous situation with, I don't know, I don't know if it's a psychopath, sociopath, what, with an abusive man, and they are hurting you, a lot of the times I have seen it personally, I even have a picture of this with my ex, their eyes go black. It is the scariest fucking thing I have ever encountered. And I have heard it time and time again. And I, the the Dahmer, was it the Dahmer? The Dahmer series? I don't know. I didn't watch it. No, I don't think it was Dahmer. No, it was the Ted Bundy one. Um, I didn't watch that either. But I heard like a clip from it about how his eyes went black. And I'm like, this is a thing. This is a thing. Why, why do their eyes go black when they get like violent? I don't know. It's scary. But she said that. She said, you know, he was like hitting her or whatever, and he wasn't in there. His eyes were black. And then I knew like, yep, mm-hmm, been there, done that. I mean, maybe, you know, of course anyone can act that out. But no, dude, no. When you seen it, you know, you know, it's like, terrifying. Anyways, all that to say, what the fuck? What the fuck happened with that case? Women brainwashed to demonize her because you think Johnny's hot and he can do no harm. Are you kidding me? It's 2023. We're still not even giving women the chance to talk. I saw something the other day that was like, and you know, women, this, I'm talking to you because a lot of you do it where you're like, you know, I feel like you're brainwashed and want to demonize women and always throw women under the bus. I saw something the other day. It was on Reddit and someone was making a, a subreddit for women and the women was in the title and she got, holy shit, she got like creamed because they were saying, you can't even say woman. It's not all inclusive. I'm like, wait, hold on. We can't say the word woman. Are you kidding me? Women, wake the fuck up. Oh. I ain't going to get off on that. Look, look at me. <laughs> you can tell the effect those vibes had on us last night or had on me watching this abusive man. And, you know, I'm not saying she did, she wasn't either, but seeing the media and society love him and demonize her really hit home last night because I know how that feels. And Probably not the best date night show, I will admit. But, you know, we watched it and recommend it if you uh, might be on the fence about that. Or you might be like, I wonder if I can relate to this. Or you want those vibes where it's like, let's just smash the patriarchy. So, yeah. Anyways, now, wow, back to the topic at hand. Let's talk about gratitude. I'm going to talk about gratitude first, and then we're going to get into meditation. So gratitude. How does gratitude play into the law of attraction? How are you going to use it on this journey? You're going to be grateful for everything and anything that comes across your path, even if you aren't grateful for it, even if in the moment you think, nah, fuck that. That's horrible. Why would I be grateful for that? And let me give you an example. In my book coming out, I actually have a thank you 
to my ex. Ooh, I know, right? What the fuck? Kat Adams is saying thank you to her ex who she can't stand. (laughs) But without me going through what I went through, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here talking to you. I wouldn't be here helping other women go through this. I wouldn't be here helping women escape to the other side if he hadn't done that to me. Now, I'm not talking about forgiveness. You want to know my true thoughts on forgiveness? Go back to my early episode where I'm like, forgiveness culture or nah is the title of the episode. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about being grateful for the experience. Doesn't mean I have to like him for what he did, but I am grateful that what he put me through forced me to grow and become the person that I am and use the trauma that I have experienced in my life to propel me forward and help other people who need it. So I have to look at that situation different. And it was hard. And it took me a while. I mean, that wasn't an overnight thing at all. But I have to change my mindset around some things. And that was one of them. And that was a big one of them. So I am grateful that I learned from that experience. I'm grateful that I'm here now. And I can look back And I'm not happy it happened, no. But I'm grateful that I had the chance to use it as a tool to be a better person. Now, that's one of the deep, grateful things. You do not have to start that way. You can start by waking up in the morning and say, damn, thank you for me breathing in this morning air and giving me another day where I can get up and I can do the thing. Because some people, they're not. They're sick in bed. They're sick in the hospital. They're in hospice dying. They're not able to get, get up and see the beautiful sunshine, smell the fresh air. You know, be grateful for the little things like that. Do you have two legs that are going to get you up and out of bed this morning? Do you have two arms you can use to hug your children? Be grateful for those little things. You can be super, super, super superficial (laughs) with it too. Um, And I do this all the time. Again, going back to my book, you're going to read about this practice in my book and how I started it. But also be grateful for, hey, I'm grateful for my coffee machine, my Keurig, because I don't have to deal with those coffee filters and all that other bullshit. Nope, I'm too lazy for that. I pop a K-cup in and I drink my coffee. I'm grateful for um, this bitchin' ass mug that my husband got me yesterday because I have it on my desk now and it makes me smile. I'm grateful for my job no matter how stressful it gets because it's a steady paycheck that allows me to have stability in my life where I used to not at all used to not have any stability or balance whatsoever. I'm actually, I'm still working on the balance thing, but my life used to be chaos. It is not any longer. And I am so grateful for that. You can be grateful for anything and everything. Just wake up in the morning and say, thank you. 
start there. That's the easiest. But what I have is a gratitude journal. I got it off of Amazon, but you can have your gratitude journal in any notebook, whatever you want. And I actually keep this with my affirmations as well. I kind of make it a a two two part thing. So every morning or when I can, I try to do it in the morning, I write three things I'm grateful for. And then I write my affirmation. So kill two birds with one stone. And that's a horrible saying. I don't know why, uh, who who came up with that or whatever, but it was the only one I could think of. Uh, yeah, let's kill two birds with one stone and write your affirmations and your gratitude um, list all at the same time. Easy peasy, right? That's all you got to do every morning or evening or whenever. And if, you, if you're like, oh my gosh, well, I can't write this gratitude stuff because I have this toxic relationship and my husband might find it and think, oh, what's going on here? Again, trace it. Trace it on your wrist. Trace it on your palm. Trace it in the shower. As long as you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. And truly feeling it, that's where the magic happens. It's not just about, oh, let me just write this list down and get it over with. It's about like truly seeing in your life how much you have, because that is one of the steps that change your vibration, change your emotions to where you're at that level where you're going to feel better and you're going to start attracting better in your life. So think of things you're grateful for every single day. Even if you think, oh my gosh, how can you be grateful for a flat tire? Well, that flat tire sucks, you know, during my morning commute, taking my kid to school, flat tire freaking sucks. But it gave me a little bit more time with her in the morning. And it was a teaching lesson to how to change a tire. Did that happen? Hell no. (laughs) But I'm using it as an example of how you have to think about things. That doesn't mean you have to be like happy all the time or, oh, I'm so grateful for my life, blah, 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 blah. It's toxic positivity. No, we're real here, right? We're authentic. Sometimes shit just sucks. And sometimes when you have something happen to you, you can't even think of the bright side for a very long time. And that's okay. And that's fine. Just start small then. You're grateful for your coffee cup. You're grateful for the sleep you got last night. You're grateful for being able to open your eyes this morning. You're grateful for being able to stay at home and raise your children. You know, just start there. Easy peasy. Like I said, that's all That's all there is to it. Gratitude. You have to do it every day, though. Every single day. When you're writing those affirmations, write what you're grateful for, too. You don't have to do three a day. Start with one. But get into the habit of being thankful Because not only are things in your life blessings, but you're going to have a lot more coming your way. And you have to truly get in the mindset and believe that amazing things are about to happen to you. And that's one step. Now, the other step I want to talk about is meditation. And speaking of authenticity and honesty, I go to battle with meditation a lot. I love it, but I have a hard time finding time to do it. 
and I forget who said it, but it was someone, some big guru said, if you can't find time to meditate once a day, then you should be doing it twice a day or something like that. I could have that totally wrong, but the gist is like, yeah, you need this time for yourself. You need this to create this mental break for yourself. And why am I talking about meditation? Oh, what's so special about meditation? Yada, yada, yada. Oh my gosh, dude. When I actually do it, it is transformative when I do it right. And again, I have been failing in this part lately, but when I use meditation with all the law of attraction practices, it's like all of that energy increases tenfold. I am so much more in tune with myself and things around me and in a better mood. I have had some crazy stuff come to me during meditation that I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I know you're supposed to keep a blank mind, right? So I don't know. Is that even okay in meditation if you have this blank mind, but then all this stuff pops up and you're like, oh, that's the key. That's the key. That's what, I don't know, but that's what happens to me. And I will struggle with doing the blank mind thing, right? So if you start slow with meditation, okay? Start for five minutes. Get comfortable somewhere where you're not going to be interrupted. You need this private space. Start with five minutes. Set a timer on your phone, whatever you have to do. Close your eyes, focus on your breath, and just breathe. That's it. That is all there is to it. Keep your mind blank, and you're not going to be able to do that. I mean, for like five, every five seconds, I keep thinking, oh, well, what am I, what am I going to make for dinner? What am, I, I'm dreading work tomorrow, yada, yada, yada. Uh-uh-uh. Push that out of your head. Keep your mind blank. And then after a while, at least for me, <laughs> I start feeling just like the hair on the back of my neck rise. And I get into this state of just pure peace and bliss. And then sometimes I have those key moments that just pop up in my head or, you know, just the weirdest things, okay? Now, I've had some weird stuff happen. Talking about like spirit animals, angel gods, things like that. I could, uh, I'm not going to get that deep into the woo stuff now. But, hey, it happens. And sometimes stuff falls into place when I'm in that deep state of meditation. And I'm like, bingo, there's my light bulb moment. There's my idea that's going to increase what's coming to me tenfold. This is what I need to do. This is the next step. And that's how it's worked for me. So you have to carve out this time for yourself if you want to up this energy times 10. And some of you may be like me and you're like, ugh, I hate meditation. It's just, it's so hard to slow down. For me, it's hard to slow down. I don't like to slow down. And then I'm going to recommend guided meditations, which are my favorite. And y'all, there are some amazing ones out there. You can do a guided meditation. I mean, look them up on YouTube. You can do one through like that takes you through the Lord of the Rings. What is it? Mordor or whatever. I don't know. Or Harry Potter world. And, you know, someone's talking very soothingly and guiding you through on your broomstick through these enchanting worlds and you're just like laying there and imagining visualizing right and it feels amazing it's so cool it's like you're escaping in your head and living in this fairy tale try that try that too if you don't want to do the whole quiet mind just start with um 
and if that's too hard for hard for you, start with the guided meditations. But also, like I just said, visualization. If you listen to my last podcast episode, you know that you cannot do law of attraction without visualization piece. Use your meditation time as well for your visualization practice. And I do that too. So all sorts of ways to do meditation. Even I've heard walking meditation, which I believe is basically just like going out for a walk. I'm, I could be wrong. I'm not even looking this up, but I think it's, I think it's going for a walk and um, observing what's around you, staying quiet and trying to use all your senses on, a, on the experience instead of rambling chaotic thoughts inside your head. So if you want more information on meditation, just freaking Google it. Go to YouTube and look up guided meditations. I have one. I highly recommend. My husband and I listen to it every single new moon because we have a new moon ritual. And we listen to this manifestation meditation. And it's amazing. We've been doing this for over a year now. And it's partly like about imagining this paper boat where you write you write your manifestations down on this paper boat. Um, actually, you write it down on a piece of paper that turns into a paper boat, and this like um like ethereal lake or something, whatever you're imagining in your head, and it's just like sunset, bright rainbow colors, whatever in this paper boat. <laughs> it sounds weird. It is the best meditation best meditation. We look forward to our new moon ritual every single month. I don't care how kooky it sounds. We love it, dude. We get all into it. And we love it so much. And it's become such a part of our relationship and something we look forward to that we're actually looking at paper boat tattoos. So we we do have a matching, um, we have matching tattoos that we got about a year and a half ago before we ever went to California. And it's like um, just something we wanted, we saw online and it was uh, like mountains and uh, the aspen looking trees and a moon. And it's in this little like canyon looking thing. And so we got these matching tattoos. And then when we got married and we hiked Yosemite, we went to a hiking spot that is this exact same view. I even took a picture of it with my arm and it, with my the tattoo on my arm. I'm like, oh my God, we manifested this bitch. <laughs> we had this tattoo and it's just exactly like what we're looking at right now. Cool as shit. So we already have one matching tattoo with slight differences. And now we're like, oh, you know, let's get another one. That was fun. So I'm hoping we get a a new paper boat tattoo uh, very soon because this meditation has meant so much to us. And like I said, we get all into it and we get excited about it. And that kind of energy, that joy, that excitement, that looking forward to something like this, meditation, visualization, rituals, is going to raise your vibration and put you on that level to attract what you're wanting to attract. So again, going back to the last episode, this is not easy. It is not easy at all. Do not think this is a walk in the park. Oh, she's just saying all I got to do is write down in a journal and uh, say, ooh, I wish for you know, a happy marriage and I'm going to get it. I just have to trust the process. No, nope. Mm-mm. It's going to take some work. And this is just one of the tools that's going to help you get there. And like I said, it's hard for me to find time to meditate. 
I don't do it all the time anymore. But when I am serious about the manifestation stuff and trying to reach those goals, I absolutely have to do this. So please take your five minutes. That's all you have to start with. Five minutes out of your day. Get comfy. Close your eyes and just breathe. And try to keep your mind blank. You might have some thoughts that are going to pop in there that are not going to be beneficial, intrusive thoughts. Get rid of them. And that's hard. But you're making room for the good stuff. You're making room for the growth. You're making room for developing a mindset of gratitude in areas where you might not feel thankful. That's what happens when you slow down and you take time for yourself and you live in the present moment and you can visually in your mind create the life you want. And then magically, that shit just starts happening. Things fall into alignment. I promise you, it's wild, it's crazy, and it is tough work. But I am so happy you're here listening to this podcast on the journey with me. Let's get it, dude. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the show, please leave a rating, a review. And if you know anyone who also might love the show or who could benefit from this information, please be sure to share it and subscribe. The more we get this out to people, the more people we can help. And I truly believe there's so many women who need to hear these words because so many women are feeling stuck. Also, if you're looking for me, you can usually find me on the gram at author Kat Adams and be sure to head over to my website and that's Kat Adams, Adams with a double D's.com. Subscribe to my newsletter for the latest information also, when you subscribe, you're going to get a free novella. And just be forewarned, my raunchy rom-com is as dirty as my mouth. So if that's your thing, go for it. It's super hilarious. But thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, please stay safe and I'll see you on the other side. 